It is mailbag day with the cognac boys on this beautiful Saturday. Hey, on today's topic, we're going to talk about if the Chicago Bulls should look for Eddie Jackson's replacement during free agency, or should they just focus on his replacement in the draft? Then we're going to get into the mailbag. Y'all know we're going to talk about it, break it down right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Chicago Bears Central with the Cognac Boys. I'm Bobby, that's C-Dub. If you're tuning in with us today, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit that notification bell as well. C-Dub, how you feeling, my guy? Oh, uh, I'm better. Let's get it, man. I'm ready to hit a people again, bro. For sure. So one of our own who's been here for some time, Eddie Jackson, along with Cody Whitehead, those two guys were let go. But I want to focus on Eddie Jackson. C-Dub, should the Chicago Bears focus on Eddie Jackson's replacement via free agency or via the draft? Which way mm. you going? Mm. Now, um, I, I, I really don't have a preferred uh, uh, group where you want to take it from either it's from um, the draft or from free agency, uh, just make it a, a a good player and someone that can meld and fit in with the rest of our young up, up and coming uh, secondary. Uh, I like Buda Baker. Uh, I, I, I know Cameron Kitchens. He, he's, he's out there. He's good. You got some other kids out there that we could draft, but let's not make a mistake because this can this couldn't be like a thorn. Like you can make a mistake here and you can ruin a lot. You can ruin a lot. So we got to be very careful. And don't be scared to spend a little cash out there. We got $70 million. Don't be scared to spend a little cash. That's what I I feel you on that. Um, I think that's just a, you could absolutely I don't think you can go wrong go going either direction as long as the player makes sense. But me, uh, I prefer to go young, bro. I prefer to find you a guy within the draft, preferably Cam Kitchens. That's my guy. I like I like him a lot. Um, but obviously we know the decisions come down from Ryan Pose. But the reason I want to go through the draft is because I want to continue to build this out for years and years and years to come. You already got Kyler Gordon. You just got you somebody in Tyreek Stevenson. Jalen Johnson is still young, and you got you a Jaquan Brisker. You go and find you a young player who the Chicago Bears can help mold and develop. They already developed Kyler Gordon. You've seen Terrell Smith come in and give you valuable minutes. You've seen Strowman Jr. come in and give you valuable minutes. And Jaquan Brisker has been has been a very, very, very good player. I see all pro in his future. So that tells me that the Bears can develop defensive backs. So I say find a young guy, whoever that may be. I won't Cam Kitchens, but whoever that may be, I think the Bears can find and develop that guy, and they should be good to go for years to come. And see, Dub, I'm with you. If you, if, if, if you got a guy in free agency that you feel like can absolutely be the guy and move things forward for years down the road, I'm not a, I'm not opposed to it, and I think you shouldn't be scared to spend no money. But it all depends on how much money we talking, C Dub. <laughs> For yeah, me, yeah, I think that's fair. But stop, you, we gotta. I am. I ain't even gonna start that. But we gotta stop holding that money in our pocket. Stop being agree with the bread. 
Come on. I'm with you, but I think that the bread should be spread out more offensively this offseason for free agents and veterans. 100%. I think if you can get you a veteran center, you can potentially look at that or get some more interior line help. I say you look at that, but you definitely need more help in the wide receiver room and tight end room and possibly the running back room for sure. Oh, bro. And and, and, I, and especially that center position. I, I got my eyes on that that Jackson Powers guy in the, in the center position. Can we get our mitts on that young fella? Yes, and then you for, get you another young guy to build you, with. You, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be interesting. It's getting closer and closer to these days coming over with. You know, we uh gritting our teeth just like the rest of y'all. We just want this shit to get over with. That's it. For sure. Absolutely. But, hey, that's enough of us and what we had to talk about. Now we got to come and listen to what you guys have to talk about. It's time to dive into the mailbag, C-Dub. This first caller did not leave their name, so I'm just calling them the 860. Next time, please leave your name. Here's your voicemail. Hey, guys. Love your show and and how you allow uh, fans to participate with uh, feedback and mailbag questions. So thanks a lot for that. And uh, I'll try and make this quick. It might be a little long. But uh, what I'm curious about is the media behind the Bears situation. I'm not a believer in the NFL being rigged, and I'm a JF1 guy 100%. But is it just me that noticed uh, before the season ended, the mainstream media was 100% Caleb Williams, and quote, it's a no-brainer. But as soon as the Bears hired Shane Waldron, Kerry Washington, and the rest of the staff, they seemed to slightly switch gears about how good Justin is. At first, he was a bust, and now all of a sudden, he's good enough to lead a franchise, as long as not the Bears. It feels like they don't want the Bears to be competitive. I mean, with Caleb, we can't draft a future center, you know, and and we can't, uh, and can't, not can't, but we either miss out on a top wide receiver or a defensive player. And even, you can't even really say a top wide receiver. I mean, the number nine pick's not going to get you Malik Neighbors or Roma Dunze, you know, we're, we're going to have to, you know, take up not top three wide receiver, not maybe not even top four. So that's really questionable right there, uh, which really puts us back a bit as we'll have to groom Caleb right off the rip. But with Justin, we can get a generational wide receiver and either a defensive piece, you know, and Jerzon Newton, Jared Burrs, Dallas Turner, or the top center in the draft, uh, Jackson Powers Ball, uh, or Johnson, uh, which would realistically put us in contention for the playoffs immediately in my opinion. And I've looked at the all 22 tapes. I, I spent some time and I broke down the plays kind of like Chase Daniels does. I love his breakdowns. He does a great job. And most of the time, Justin doesn't make the throws, you know, that everybody talks about, you know, he doesn't make the throws. In my opinion, breaking down the plays as best as I can, the reason he's not making those throws is either because the routes called don't get the wide receivers open uh, or they don't get them open in time or he's got a defender in space. I don't understand why nobody highlights any of that. I mean, just look at the all 22. It just I've seen a number of plays where they pull – I think seven in the box to defend and only two wide receivers. And it's a pure out pass play. It's like, how are you going to get wide receivers open when both of them can be double teamed the entire time? It makes no sense to me. And on top of that, they also talk about resetting the pay. 
All right, my guys, only a three-minute time limit whenever you call in and leave a voicemail. But nonetheless, thank you for calling in in the first place. C-Dub, no take problem. it away. Hey, shout out to you, my guy. Uh, with the national media, they're in the business of drama. Uh, they're in the business of entertainment, of a splash entertainment. So they're going to go to the, to, the, to the story that's going to cause the most, most commotion. <coughs> Uh, so at first is Justin Fields is out of here. He has no chance. He's bust. Blah, 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 blah. <coughs> what you said, excuse me. But when they start hiring the, the, the new uh, offensive coaching staff, you see it changed a little bit because they try to predict the path and, you know, and they so absolute in what they think. They think that everybody should think that the way that, the way they're thinking, if you get my drift. Uh, that's why I'm glad that you think for yourself. You uh, looked at the all 22 for yourself. Uh, I'm never going to go by what anybody tells me. I'm going to only do my research as possible. Justin Fields needs to be the quarterback for the Chicago Bears next season for the Bears could continue their up, upward trajectory and going to the playoffs, I believe. Now, if you can go and get pick Caleb, y'all want to go ahead and downplay the expectations, I will not. Bears need to be in the playoffs, and you can continue on that trajectory if you keep Justin Fields. Y'all got to excuse me. I'm a little out of the weather. Go ahead, nephew. Um, Well, thanks for calling in. I wish you would have left your name so we can uh, thank you appropriately but in the meantime hopefully you hopefully you're watching but that uh that narrative is always gonna spin man at first no you you, you got to get rid of justin fields and you got to do this and now it's you could you could you could probably get a second or even a first round pick for justin fields and now mm -hmm. it's caleb williams might not even be the best prospect in yeah. the draft is <laughs> what i've just heard yeah. yesterday thursday That's crazy. i mean friday friday just heard that friday and a lot of stuff can, you know what I'm saying? Just got to let the narrative play out. And just like C-Dub said, draw your own conclusions. Now, when we talk about a future center, I think that you don't have to take a, a center in the first round. I believe there will be some available in free agency. Hopefully, we'll see. And But there definitely will be some in the later rounds for that. And then the last point is C-Dub. Didn't Patrick Mahomes get into it with Rasheed Rice on the sideline of the Super Bowl because Patrick Mahomes didn't throw uh, throw the ball, the ball to him while Rasheed Rice was absolutely open? Yes, yeah. they did. No one's going to yeah. bring that up because they're going to look at what actually happened during the play. The damn snap was too low. They never gave that type of love or leeway to Justin Fields. How many well, times have we seen the snaps been thrown badly or the ball be snapped badly to Justin Fields? All no, season no, long. No the, shit. the Bears Five, rotated three guys in. <laughs> Every game, it was a bad snap. Yes. No consistency from the center position. So, you know what I'm saying? They, a lot of people like to pick and choose, but that's why over here we like to look at things within its context to provide that context. But, hey, that's enough. Appreciate you for calling in. We're going to move on. The next one is from Dom out of Houston, Texas. H-Town, stand up. H-Town. Here it is. Bobby, hey, C-Dub. is Dom from Houston, Texas. And I want to redo this one over again. What I'm saying again is that the Bears are throwing smoke screens, man. They're not going to get rid of Justin Fields. It's just for the build up more picks or whatever. Get somebody to come up and, and, and spend that money. Um, like I said, if the Bears get rid of Justin Fields and they draft one of these rookie quarterbacks, it's going to take this guy three years to learn all these different 
defense that these, these people are going to shoot at him because he don't know NFL defense. So at that point, now all your your draft picks that you brought in, not everybody's coming up with a new contract, you waste fucking time doing that. And I, I just don't think the Bass are going to do nothing like that. I think they're just going to stick to Justin Fields. They're going to probably draft Marvin Harrison and going to start winning games like they're supposed to have put all these kids in the rest. But if I'm wrong, $300 to the Super Chat. Anybody can call me out on it. Bear down. Chicago up. Got you. So I said that wrong. <laughs> Shout out to Dom. Thanks for calling in. You definitely said it wrong, but it's okay, my brother. It's Shot Town up and Bear down. But C Dub, if we remember, once the season ended, we heard a lot about Caleb Williams. And then the last week, we just seen Kevin Warren come out and say a lot of things about Fields. And I can imagine it's going to be a lot about Caleb Williams right again. So Dom is 100% right, in my opinion. This, they're going to continue to throw smoke screens just to put fillers out there. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody called Adam Schefter and be like, hey, release that. We interested in Drake May now. <laughs> like, yeah. So I would imagine... Because you got a, a little less than two weeks before the uh, combine start. I would imagine once the combine start, it's going to be some news that come out. The Bears are having conversation with Drake May, and they really, really like the kid. The Bears are looking at Jaden Daniels at the possibility of drafting two quarterbacks uh, or yeah. a quarterback and just have him sit behind Justin Fields. So I'm with Dom. The Bears are going to do a lot of smoke screens. But at yeah. the end of the day, the only thing I'm going to disagree with you with well, I'm not really going to disagree with you, uh, Dom, but it is going to be something that is going to be talked about. I don't think we absolutely know what's going to happen. We have our beliefs, but temper your expectations because anything can happen. We just don't know what's going to happen. See, Doug? Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. It is a play, and they wouldn't be doing their jobs if they wasn't doing like that because, you know, they, they got some plays they can make in this uh, upcoming offseat. Uh, free agency in the draft, so they holding they they cars close to their chest, and it's a good move from Ryan Poles. So I agree with you. Um, hey man, we gonna hear all type of stuff. You gonna hear like man, man, we love JJ McCarthy. Oh my God, <laughs> here comes JJ McCarthy. Oh my God, people gonna start tweaking out. Yeah, no way. JJ McCarthy is now a a, a sleeper <laughs> to be taken <laughs> early. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, this one go a hundred percent. Bears ain't drafting J.J. McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. But, hey, thanks for calling in, Dom. Uh, keep calling in, man. C-Dub, this next one is from Hayden. Hey, I was just calling to give my theory on uh, Luke Getze. So what I think happened is last season we were knowing that we were probably going to be in a good chance to land one of these top QBs in the draft. So I feel like Poles or Ibrafus, one of the two probably Poles, went to the offense uh, coordinator, which was Gessie, and said, hey, you're going to build an offense around Justin to see if he's a passer, see if we can make him a passer. And whenever that wasn't working, we see midway through the season, uh, after his injury, he switched it to, a, you know, more rollout. He wasn't sitting in the pocket. It was uh, less passing, and I feel like that's whenever we made our determination on moving off from Justin Fields was whenever he wasn't able to adapt to that pass-heavy offense. And 
it's just a lot to ask out of an offensive coordinator to just switch his offense totally up like that uh, midway through the season. But it was just something that needed to happen to fire him because none of the players would have understood moving off the fields and keeping him. But uh, I think the Raiders seen that. And I think it's a good chance maybe Fields does go there because you've seen at the end of the season, guess he was able to work with him on some of the things he's good at. But bear down. Thanks for listening. Peace out. All right. Shout out to you, Hayden. Thanks for calling in. C-Dub, what you got Hayden. to say? Hayden, you have a great imagination. Nobody has said that Justin Fields is done in Chicago. Absolutely no one. And you're talking like it is uh, uh actual fact. It is not a fact. That's all I got. Um, Hayden, me personally, I think that there, there could be a lot of things that we could draw and say about uh, Luke Getty. But there's a reason why over here, on Chicago Bear Central, several members of the squad have nicknamed Luke Getzey, Lukey Dookie, because Dookie. he is trash. And I believe that will be on display in Las Vegas with the Raiders. And um, I think my only theory, which I don't even think is a theory, for me, it's a fact. For me, <laughs> Luke Getzey is a double agent. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Everything that we coached and everything we seen well with Luke Getty always completely always went out the window when Luke Getty went against Green Bay. Everything you seen the week prior, I believe we played Atlanta. We whooped their behinds with just about everything necessary and needed to whoop their behinds. Then we go against Green Bay. We shot away from everything. Oh my that goodness! That we did the previous weeks against Detroit and Atlanta. Mm. So it's simple. It's a fact. Luke Gatsy is a double agent. No Slap more Green Bay coaches or players should be allowed to cross Illinois state lines and drive to Hallis Hall, not even drive to Patillo's, jump over Illinois and go find <laughs> somewhere else to kick it. That's all hey, I got to say. If you from Green Bay and you see Waukegan coming up, turn your ass around and go the other way. <laughs> you see Rockford coming through because I believe that's going to be one of the first ones. Get up out of Dodge. Don't even look for a detour to go through Iowa or Indiana. <laughs> but hey, thanks for calling in anyway. Hayden, appreciate you. C Dub, this next one is for Marifa Asar. Marifa. Bobby, C Dub. Hey, what's happening, fellas? Them cognac boys. Hey, man, this your man. Marifa Asar, black yet again, man, calling in. I'm just talking, man. I'm, hopefully I'm not too late for the Saturday show. I'm calling in, man, to talk about the most important position on the team, and that's the offensive line. The offensive line. I'm sick and tired of talking about the quarterback. I ain't talking about no quarterback. I don't give a damn if it's Justin or if it's Caleb. I don't care. I'm talking about the offensive line. Ryan Poe's got a chance, man. He got a chance to upgrade this offensive line this year, and he's got to do it. He's got to do it, man. We can replace Braxton Jones with a premier left tackle in the first round, man. Joe O is right there. Olu Shanu is right there. Now, if they don't want to do that, if they don't want to get them, and it pose like Braxton, and he can always go down to the fourth round and pick up my man, Christian Jones. Christian Jones out of U University of Texas. Christian Jones is solid, okay? 
or Davion. What's that boy's name? What's that boy's name? Let me see. Hold on. <laughs> Davion. I, God damn it. I can't get his name right. <laughs> he can get a left tackle in the fourth round, and he need to get a center. We got to get us a veteran center to come in and play. I like that boy, Evan Brown, coming out of Seattle. We need to pick him up as an offensive center to be able to call the plays in Shane Walters' offense. Okay? So get Evan Brown, and then you can draft you a center later on. I like that boy out of Arkansas. Bo Lemma. Bo Lemma looks solid. Or Andrew Rain. That boy out of Oklahoma. Center of Oklahoma. He looking solid. And we need us a left guard and a swing guard. You looking at Isaiah Adams out of Illinois or Dominic Pune out of Kansas. You can do that in the fourth round. Now, Poles, he got to fix the offensive line. Or else the quarterback ain't going to be nothing but trash. Yet again, so if you fix the offensive line, the team will get better, and the team will start winning. I just gave you some names. Go ahead and check it out. But listen here. I got to get up out of here. I got places to go. I got people to see. And you know what I'm going to do before I say, before I leave, it's Chicago up and bad down, baby. <laughs> shout out to Marifa, always getting us hyped. And oh, shout out to God. you for throwing some names out there. I ain't going to lie. One thing we don't do over here is tell stories and make up stuff and act like we know. So I'm going to say, look, right now, I've been diving into other positions, but you are absolutely right. The old line should be on Brian Poe's radar encircled. Screw the, like, I understand the quarterback is a major thing that you still got to figure out. Whether you stick it with Justin or you go on another route. But I'm with you, Marifa. The offensive line needs to be stout. Regardless if you want to continue to see Justin Fields develop and move in the right direction. Or if you have plans on moving on a young guy to come in and develop. You need that stability. That's what has helped guys like C.J. Stroud be able to take off, even guys in an ugly-ass cheesehead uniform like Jordan Love be able to take off. The offensive line was stout and built. So I'm with you, Marifa. Ryan Pose, you got to get this old line in order. I think that, in last point, I'm, I am I said it earlier. I don't know if the uh, Ryan Pose want to move our Braxton Jones. And me personally, I wouldn't be too mad at him because this is his guy. And though he still can move forward and develop a little bit more, he still has been solid for most of his tenure with the Chicago Bears. Um, C-Dub, go ahead. Yeah, when I look at what's what's needed for the Chicago Bears coming uh, coming up this year, I think the offensive line has to top the charts. Uh, you said it correctly when you looked at Jordan Love. It, it wasn't that he was mount, uh, millions times better than Justin Fields. He had a great offensive line and the same thing with CJ Stroud, like my nephew said. But when I look at the starting five, Braxton Jones, I'm a little questionable. We gotta, we gotta make sure we solid over there. We gotta make sure we solid. And then the center position is an absolutely must have. And then you get your depth pieces in the later round. But I think the center piece is the, is the most important piece we have to uh, take care of. Nephew, you agree with that. Facts. I definitely agree. Thank, thank you, Marie, for always calling in with that energy. We love it. Bro, Marie C-Dub. C-Dub, this next one is going to come from Fred. Fred. Hey, yo, hey. Cognac boys. Steve O'Kevin, what it do, man? It's be your boy, Fred. Hey, man. I try not to use a bunch of profanity, though. I ain't going to lie. To be honest, 
know what I'm saying? I do like to cuss sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I try not to, but that the main media just be getting my boil, uh, boiling though. But yeah, but this is my thing though. I looked at Caleb uh, highlights, right? I don't see nothing spectacular about him. And this is what the main media keep doing. They keep going off of his Heisman year. Why y'all keep going off his Heisman year? Why y'all not going off this past season he just had? And then for two, I'm keep trying to figure out why are y'all comparing a all-pro quarterback to a college quarterback? It makes no sense. And then for three, I know for sure Ryan Poles is going to get a hell of picks. This man said it, you know what I'm saying, since he had the, the job with the Bears, that he's going to build through the draft. So why are we going to appeal, you know what I'm saying, as Bears fans, why are we divided like this over a quarterback that really not even that good? Merrill Hodges came out, and he, he was right. When Ryan Leaf came out, Merrill Hodges was right about Ryan Leaf, right? And I believe he's going you know to be right about Caleb Williams because all this, this generational talent bullshit, I want to know where they, you know what I'm saying, got this generational thing from. Because last time I checked, I look at it like, hey, if a player come out, if he's good, he's good to help the team. That, that, that's, that's why I look at all this generational talent thing. They need to stop it with that. It's overrated and it's overblown. You know what I'm saying? Because they, 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 they sit up here and got this idea of who's a generational talent, who's not a generational talent. I was watching Get Up, and then I, I see they just doing a segment. Of course, the idiot Mike Sandbar, I, I hate this dude, man. I see why he's not a GM no more because he always saying dumb stuff and making dumb decisions. This man sat here and said he betrayed Fields to the Steelers for a second-round pick. And so Bart Scott, the other idiot that played for him as well. I said, I'm looking like, look at these two idiot ex-Jets. I see why y'all didn't, like, didn't do nothing with the Jets because of dumb things and dumb decisions that y'all make, especially Mike Tannenbaum. So all this, this talk about, you know what I'm saying, that we're going to get rid of Fields and all this shit. And then, you know, who, who, what, what gym, if his team won more games than what they did the first year, what gym's going to sit here and set itself back the next three years? And then you, then everybody's going to say, oh, y'all need another quarterback. Make it make sense, man. So I'm just waiting to see the offseason, you know what I'm saying, coming up and see what we're going to do. And I'm happy that we got rid of Eddie Jackson and Cody Whitehair because they definitely wasn't doing nothing. Eddie ain't been the same since we gave him that money. So, Cognac boys, man, let me know what you think, man. Chicago up, bet down or nothing. You heard him. Bet down or nothing. See up. Um, Take it away. You know, you made uh, a tremendous point that I didn't even ever think about, bro. Um, is all this compliments to Caleb Williams' game coming from that uh, Oklahoma Caleb Williams? Or last mm. or the season before this pa past season, Caleb Williams? Because I asked the question, did Caleb Williams regress this season? Oh. Because I would say he did. Oh, he did. Cool. So and and how about how about this uh teammates? He didn't play in the bowl game neither with his teammates. You seen the way they were were, were after the game. Oh, we could finally play football. Oh, I'm just saying. Make it. It sure. definitely says a lot. I ain't gonna lie. But I think shout out to you, Fred, calling in. Hey, sometimes Fred, I can't even lie to you. Adding a cuss word to what you gotta say, make it make it a little more, you know. Put yeah, it off like it, like if we say CW like hey Bobby, how was that part? I'm like, it was lit. But uh, he gonna be like, all right. But if he be like, hey, Bobby, how was that part? I said, that shit was fucking lit. Oh, bro. <laughs> I'm like, you feel me? But uh, I feel you. It's definitely, I, I just be cussing for no reason sometimes. But um, Fred, I think that you might be right on the money. I think that these quarterbacks are closer than what a lot of people want to think. I think uh, they are a lot closer. And I think the situations that they go into 
matters a lot. And I also believe that um, when you talk about these prospects and you try to put, he's the next Patrick Mahomes. You know how many times we heard somebody was oh. the next Tom Brady? It's oh only one Tom Brady. It's only one Patrick Mahomes, bro. That's if, it. if any of these quarterbacks want to succeed, they have to be their own guy. There's not another Tom Brady coming through that door. There's not another Patrick Mahomes coming through that door. These guys, and they have to map out their own road in their own way. And I hate when people keep saying this is the next whatever, the next big thing. There was only one Cam Newton, bro. There was only one Michael Vick, bro. Some people have similarities. Yes, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, similarities. But let's keep it a buck. There's only one Cam Newton. There's only one Tom Brady. There is only one Patrick Mahomes. These guys got to figure it out themselves, and I hate that the media always talking about the next big thing, just like in the NBA. There's only one Michael Jordan, mm. only one LeBron James, no matter how you want to compare them. That's just mm. what it is. The generational hey. shit is crazy. Hey, we need to get rid of this it's a copycat league shit because you're not – just like you said, it's only one of those people, Patrick Mahomes – Stop it. These old hits. Hey, man, we finna get us the next Patrick Mahomes. Shut the hell up. You're not. You're not. You can't do it. It's impossible. You're not. So you're, you're not, right, nephew. It's gonna be a it's gonna be some time before the next great quarterback come through here and go to six or five straight AFC or NFC championships, bro. It's gonna and be some time. And he's not gonna be a Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. He's gonna be that person. Exactly. His own damn person. But hey, we got the last mailbag, mail uh bag. Uh, I can't even say it. Hey, we just go get it to it. Here's Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Hayes? What's going on, team? It's your boy Donovan, man. Hey, I just heard the the most recent mailbag. Hey, hey, God bless you, man. But look, uh my my um my voicemail today is, is about Justin Fields, man. And I've just been looking, I've been understanding what the fuck Justin Fields really is. I ain't going to say Justin Fields is the Bears because that is just not true. What I am going to say is he is a big part of the Bears. And if you take him out, it's, it's going to be a shot to the fan base, to the locker room. I just feel like we shouldn't. And I'm just, like, going into depth on, on what he did for us. Like, last year we were asked. Like, we were asked when it comes to the record. The only reason we were any type of respectable to any other team playing against us was Justin Fields. It wasn't the coaching. It wasn't the defense. It wasn't the old line. It wasn't the receivers. It was Justin Fields. He was literally keeping us in game, which is why he had a thousand yards on the fucking season. He was the reason that we were selling tickets. Like he's literally money. And you can tell like when he's about to um when he's about to hike the ball or whatever, like what is he gonna do this time? I bet you everybody in there thinking, like on their fucking he keeps you on their the the, the edge of your fucking seat. That's just the type of athlete, the type of creator he is on the football field. And then when you compare him to uh, my, the top three quarterbacks to me off of talent and success is Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and Lamar Jackson. Lamar because of them two MVPs, Joe Burrow because he beat Patrick Mahomes to get to the Super Bowl. Um, and you know why Patrick Mahomes. Um, and I feel like Justin Fields got, got a little bit of all of them in him, plus some more. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, he's his own player. But if you're looking for certain shit that they have, that you're looking for him to have, I feel like he has that shit. Like, Joe Burrow's the most savvy cerebrally when it comes to he can pick apart the defense. I feel like Justin Fields got that in um, Lamar athletically. There's a tier one when it comes to running quarterbacks, and there's Justin Fields and Lamar Jackson. Then there's the rest. Um, 
as far as the savviness, athleticism, and the arm flexibility. I feel like Patrick Mahomes got that, but Justin Fields got a little bit of that in him as well. Like, he could do all of that shit, bro, and, like, just control the game. We've seen when we went against Detroit at their house. Justin Fields straight controlled that game. He won the game for us um, when they came to our house because they didn't have shit to do with Lugetti. And so I'm just like, Justin Fields is a big part of, of what the fucking Bears are today. And shout out Ryan Posey is an even bigger part. But um, put some respect on his fucking name. And everybody who say he's a bad quarterback just don't know fucking football. And that's just that on that. Like, I, I could even make an argument that Justin Fields is better than Trevor Lawrence. And I'm going to stand on Ooh, y'all heard mm. him. He gonna stand on it. Say that shit with Yes. Take it Shout away. Shout out to my mans right here because he's speaking the gospel right now. You know what I'm saying? He actually making sense. This is one of the best takes I heard in a long time. Justin Fields is not Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. He's not Joe Burrow. He's not Lamar Jackson, but he has, he has qualities from all three of those guys. And when we come to athletic, athletic ability, huh? He's more athletic than Lamar Jackson. I think he is. When it comes to making those crazy throws like Patrick Mahomes, he could do it a little bit. I ain't even going to go over the, over the fucking, you know, I ain't going to go too crazy with that. And Joe Burrow would read the defense, eh, maybe a little bit. But he he coming up, he make his own roles, and I do think he dominated a lot of games um, despite his offensive coordinator last season. So, I think Justin Fields is is a very very good quarterback, and all that all the people that say that he's not a good quarterback, he's a trash player, is really not a football fan. They don't watch football. They gotta be. I hate saying this word, but they gotta be like casual and just thirst buckets of the new toys (laughs) coming from college. That's all it is. My man said thirst buckets, but I'm gonna say, C Dub, if y'all watched. Kevin Warren's interview. One of the things that I took away from it that lets me know that these guys are looking at things differently from most of the Chicago Bears fans is when he said this, and I'm paraphrasing. He pretty much said a lot of the times we like to pull plugs on things too early Mm. instead of being patient and letting them letting themselves play out. We Mm. like to pull the plug within two years. When actually, as business people, you should be looking at year three. Mm. This is only year two with Justin Fields in this regime. There is a chance. Mm. And I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that because they don't throw the same shots that Justin Fields get. They don't throw that at Justin Herbert for his debacle in the playoffs. They They don't throw that hate to Trevor Lawrence and how he started off the season well and then end up not even making the playoffs. Mm. And it was because of him. Mm. Just because he playing Jacksonville, they had him a lot. Let's keep it a buck. They had him a lot. But I'm going to leave it at that. You got anything left? Yeah, that boy ducking his shit. That's what he doing, (laughs) Trevor Lawrence. He ducking his shit for real. But we see you. We see what's going on over there. We watch football. So you can't hide, mother. (laughs) Bro. For sure. But that's it for us today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. If you want to be a part of a mailbag episode like this one here today, call in 773-242-9336 and give us your take. Let us know what you got on your mind. 
And then if you want to follow us, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at Shy Bear Central. Y'all already know we done for the day. Shot Town up and bear down, baby. See y'all on the next one. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. 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 Media.